Welcome back to another incredible week on the Max Potential Habits podcast. If you are someone who thinks that you're interested in building a platform through a podcast, you're going to want to stay tuned to this whole show because today I have on our very special guest, Chris Hines, who is the creative director for entrepreneurs and the host of the Greatness Unlimited podcast. This podcast was ranked in the top 10 on iTunes. He knows what he's doing. He helps people build their platform and think about podcasts in a creative way, in creative ways, in order to help you build your platform through podcasting. And he's going to bring us a whole bunch of great tips today to help you build a podcast that will build your platform and help you be known in the world. I can't wait to have this conversation. Welcome on the show today, Chris. Thank you so much for having me. Um, I, I think I really appreciate when I get these long intros because <laughs> <laughs> they always remind you that, okay, you've accomplished something. Yes. <laughs> so it feels good to hear. It feels great to hear. Yeah, it's awesome. You know, backstory for everyone listening. Um, I, I have to talk to people about how I meet my interviewees and who I bring on the show. And uh, you and I connected through Instagram and then, you know, I, I do a little vetting of who I'm going to bring on the show. And I listened to a couple of your podcast episodes and I was like, this is awesome. You had some really great money tips and I'm really into helping people with their money blocks and overcome money blocks with their mindset and all those things. And on your podcast, to me, you were very straightforward and, and you provided a lot of value. So I was like, okay, this guy's awesome. I want to have him on. So yeah. Yeah, I like going, I like taking that approach because I notice a lot of podcasters or bloggers, coaches, a lot of people try to add in a lot more fluff uh-huh. to really make their content look attractive, but then it's not really all that valuable because they aren't giving people actionable things they can do. Like, I want to give you practical advice so that you can go from point A to point B. Awesome. I love that too. Um, you know, and it's something I've learned over developing the podcast. I love learning about people. So I get into their story. And I'm like, Ooh, tell me everything about you. And then I'm like, Oh yes. And I know my listeners who love stories, love that. And I really like to bring practical tips every week. So in my solo cast, I give a lot of practical tips in my interviews. I really go, Oh, let's, let's have people on who are bringing a lot of value. So my listeners are taking notes and you know, they're contacting me. They're like, this is awesome. Thank you so much. So I know you're going to be that guy because when I listen to yours, that's, that's how you show up. (laughs) Give us a little background. How did you get into the world of podcasting? Oh man, it's funny. Um, people think I just started off in business or whatever, but it was actually basketball. Um, at one point in time in my life, I was, coaching basketball. I was still playing. I was still playing um, in college. I was a trainer as well. I even was writing sports blogs. So podcasting was like the only piece that was missing, but I didn't know it yet. Hmm. Um, and I got, I was on Twitter, just in basketball Twitter, just talking. And a guy said, Hey, would you like to come to my radio show and talk? Because I liked what you tweet about, like your perspective. And I'm like, okay, I'll try it out. Let's see. And I didn't realize how fun it would be and I was like on a live radio and I did really well. And after I, you know, got off and it was over that night, I had maybe 20 people ask me what my podcast was. And I'm like, wait a second, what is a podcast? <laughs> <That's> <laughs> I awesome. had no idea. And so it really inspired me to start my show. So that's when I started my very first show, the Simply Hoop Show. And it was terrible. It was very bad. <laughs> <laughs> I have no issue saying that because it just, it was, it was bad. I lost a ton of interviews. My audio wasn't great. 
Um, I wasn't really all that consistent. Um, I wasn't specific on what I talked about. I was all I know I'm talking about basketball. I was it. And that approach really made that show just not as good as it could have been. But that was when I really learned a lot. So that was like the very, very beginning. And I like everybody that thinks you need a ton of equipment. I started my podcast in my small studio apartment bathroom. Like I would be sitting on a toilet. I had a small desk. I didn't have a fancy <laughs> microphone. I had like the Apple headphones with the mic on there. That was it. I had That's no awesome. other equipment. Yeah. So it's just, you got to just start, man. If I would have yeah. never started, I wouldn't be where I am now. I love that advice. And it's so true. You know, I think people overthink it when they're scared and they're kind of go, Oh, everything's got to be perfect. And I've got to spend thousands of dollars on equipment or even a thousand, you know, similarly, I, it's funny. I have pictures. I'm going to show them at someday, like the progression of my back, you know, the back end world of what we do. And the same thing I was in the basement. I had this like rolling little table and I would, I, I did buy a Blue Yeti and that was it. And then I got three, you know, I used, um, is it Anchor? No, not Anchor. Uh, uh, what is it called? Audacity, which is free, you know, yeah. and I just started recording. I'm like, go for it. Why not? Let's just see what happens. And actually I didn't even have the Blue Yeti when I started. I just went with it, whatever I had. And, and, and it was in an unfinished basement and I just had a backdrop, like a hanging backdrop. In, in there you know that, and it works that's the it, best way to start it that's totally the best works way. yeah I spent maybe a hundred bucks total and you know it was just and then I just learned everything on YouTube and read about it and thought okay like well, let's go for it so that's awesome and I tell people that's the best way to start because you don't know if you love it yet so yeah. don't invest a ton of money yet don't do that just wait now after you realize okay I like this I know I can be good at it I know it can benefit my business in the long term that's when you go and you invest in money. You, you, may, you might go and uh, rent out a studio. You know, that's when it's worth it. But before that, do not start off and spend $5,000 on equipment because you don't even yeah. know what that equipment does yet. Like, yeah, <laughs> just be totally. patient. Yeah, yeah, that's such great advice. For you now, how many podcasts do you air a week? Or how many episodes do you air a week? Actually, now I do three a week, Monday, Wednesday, oh, Friday. Wow. Okay. And I, I like doing that much content because I love it. It's fun to me. And I have different strategies on things I do with my content because I can reach people at different levels. Um, like, for example, on Mondays, I put out an episode that's less than 10 minutes. And then I transcribe that entire episode and I put it on the Medium blog. Nice. And I do that because I didn't realize how powerful Medium was, but I got a couple speaking gigs from putting my content on Medium. Nice. So, I decided, well, why not just make content specifically for medium? So Monday is just medium Mondays where it's short information, very quick. You just easily consume that less than 1500 words, That's like great. that quick. And then Wednesdays when I do interviews and Fridays, I do solo casts like you talked about. Um, but those are a lot longer, um, okay. less than 30 minutes, but it's still in depth episodes, you know, and still yeah. in depth content. So three a week for me, I know it's a lot. That's awesome. No, that's great. And I, and it, to me, it says that you really love what you're doing. And so it's your main platform. Um, 
it's funny. I've gone back in and out of going, Oh, do I want to add another? Cause I do, I release two a week. And I similarly, my, it's funny because my 10 minute episodes that alternate between my interviews, the reason that they're 10 minutes is because IGTV videos have to be less than 10 minutes. Yes. <laughs> so people, I it's, I've had people ask me before, why is it always right around nine 55? It's cause I'm looking at the camera going, Oh, time is ticking. I gotta <laughs> wrap it up. And I'll notice sometimes I'll really wrap up the last couple tips really fast. <laughs> So it's kind of funny on that back end what happens and why those things occur. And I I, I want to start doing more solo casts because you can really go in depth and, and dive deep. And it's so different than doing video. Uh, you know, just airing your audio versus your video is a very different experience. Tell us. Okay, so I'm sure you have a ton of great tips. You said you've been podcasting for two years now? Uh, five years now. Oh, five years. Funny. Okay. Since I started in that basketball area, I've gone through production, uh, sponsorships. I had my own network at one time. It was way too early. I still don't know how I did that, but it That's worked. Awesome. Um, so I, I just, I've done so much in the world of podcasting. Now I kind of, I feel like in podcasting, it's kind of like dog years. I feel very old when it comes to having a podcast and how to produce a show and stuff. Okay. That's awesome. Okay. So it was great. The greatness unlimited podcast that you've had for two years. Yes, that okay. one has been two years. Okay. So tell us a little bit about, you know, you already gave some tips about when you start a podcast, don't overdo it in the buying of the equipment. What are some other tips for people who are just starting up? And, and I would love to hear from you too, your concepts around or your ideas around why it's so important to have a platform and build a platform. So another great tip, I think, for beginners is to figure out why you're doing it. I think too many people jump into it just because it's the cool thing to do. Kind of like entrepreneurship overall. You yeah. know, everybody's kind of in the copycat game right now. I, it's probably always been that way, but this is just the hot thing right now. Um, and my advice would be to figure out why you want to have a, have a podcast. And if you want to get sponsored, you want to make money from talking about your favorite sports team, that's fine. I did that. If you want to build a business and get clients and have a platform, I did that as well. That can work. But you need to know why personally. It doesn't need to be publicized or anything like that. But you yourself need to have a deeper understanding of, okay, I'm sitting down in front of this microphone by myself or with other people or, you know, other people virtually for this exact reason. Like I know for me, the Greatness Unlimited podcast is to educate more coaches, speakers, and authors on building their own platforms. Right. Like I had a recent episode just explaining how I use my podcast to get speaking gigs. I know a lot of people in my industry want to know that. So I use my podcast as a platform to share that information. And as far as why you need a platform, I, I think the best reason is a good it's a good list of 10. But the best one is because of the connections you make. Mm. Right. Yeah. Me having a podcast has allowed me to interview millionaires, uh, all kinds of celebrities, people who I never would have had a chance to really connect with had I not had my own platform. Yeah. And you got to look at it this way. Most people go to their favorite entrepreneur or mentor they want to have and they say, hey, can I pick your brain? Yeah. And what they hear is, can I pick your pocket? Yeah, so my guy Adrian yeah. Adams says, and and so the, this is a part of that transformation to have your own platform. Is instead of asking that, you say, "Hey, I love what you talked about in this recent book. Can you come on my podcast and we discuss it?" That's yeah. a completely different approach. Yeah. So now you can end up having celebrity friends just because you have your own platform. Yeah. 
Absolutely. I've been, it's been so cool to see who I get to invite onto my podcast and have those conversations. And I think you, you know, you said it's picking their pocket. It's time is money. Right. And we think about, you know, if we're helping people come on and go, Oh, let me share your book, your knowledge, your wealth of wisdom with the world. You're helping them spread their, their message and their meaning. And so it's a win-win when you have a podcast versus when you're just asking for their time, they're like, well, what's in it for me? And that's understandable, exactly. right? I, I mean, I have all people coming to me all the time. And if they're just coming and saying, like, I just want to take, 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 take. I'm like, well, that's an imbalanced approach to creating a win-win relationship. So exactly. a podcast is awesome because I get to have you on, help you build your platform. You get to help me build mine. And we get to learn from each other and then share it with all of the listeners all at once. So it's a win-win-win situation, which is really cool. Yes. And I think people don't think that far when they're even reaching out. Um, yeah. I see so many people, they'll DM a celebrity on Instagram and say, hey, I love what you talk about, man. Can you come on my show? And it's like, no, be patient. Like, yeah. One of my best strategies for getting celebrities on your podcast is to take your time. Be patient. Like you engage with their content for about two weeks. When they put out a video on IGTV, you leave a long comment, leave a thoughtful comment. And they're going to reply to you. And then you reply to them. Hold that conversation. Yeah. Right? When they put a book out, you go and you get that book. And then you read it. And you actually read it. Right? Yeah. You take the time to consume what they put out. And then when you do go and ask them to come on your show, they're going to say yes. Because you've already did the consumption. You've helped them out with engagement. You've given them something already. And yeah. then again, you have to have a platform. Because celebrities don't go on podcasts. They go on platforms. That's a big difference right there yeah that's great that's powerful um i watched i think it was an igtv video you had it was it was a shorter one but it, i think it was less than 10 minutes but you were talking about exactly that like the importance of having a, a focus of your podcast so when you're talking about the why i think about that as kind of the background motivation why do you want to create the podcast in the first place give us some tips for the elements of of what you decide to put on the show well, really, it comes down to what do you want to cover? And I kind of tell people it's layers to having a niche, right? So my example is of the first layer is every layer is a different characteristic of a person, right? So layer one would be entrepreneurs. Layer two could be female entrepreneurs. And then layer three could be mom entrepreneurs in the fitness and health industry. See how deep that goes? And when you go that deep, now you're getting way more specific on your audience. And not only should you have that kind of specificity in your business, but if you have it on your podcast, it's really, really easy to grow. That's why if you have a basketball podcast specifically about the Lakers, like every Laker fan, no, I, I want to listen to that show because they yeah. talk about my favorite team. Yeah. So instead of just being NBA, you go to the Lakers. Right. And that's the, the deeper the layers go, then that's how you really build more of an audience. Um, and then when it comes to show structure, you got to think about, do you want to have seasons? Do you want to just do solo episodes? Do you want to do interviews? I think every show should have a balance of both because what I notice when people have a ton of interviews going is they really lose themselves in the podcast. They do so many interviews and have so many people on that the audience forgets who you are. They don't hear you. They hear everybody else, right? They don't, they don't come to listen to you. They come to hear your guests and you don't want that. Your podcast needs to be your platform and you got to look at your podcast as like HBO. 
like it's a platform like hbo would never just put any old crap out they always have trailers for everything it's really structured it's consistent look at your show like hbo i like that i was going to ask you what what how would you define a platform so i define a platform as something that's really relevant in the space it has a high level of structure um, so again, you got to be consistent. That's one of the main thing I stress to podcasters. Like you have to post consistently. When you create a schedule, at least follow through with that schedule for two months. If it's going to be only Mondays, only Mondays for two months, just be consistent like that because over time it'll get easier and easier for you to build an audience, for you to put content out. Um, and also you want to have that professional presentation, right? Like if you look at again, HBO, when they put out content, they'll have the regular show you have to pay to get. And they also have behind the scenes content on YouTube and they have a ton of other content on Instagram and Twitter. Like their shows do really well because they put out so much other content. So podcasters need to understand the episode is the easy part, but you mm -hmm. need to have five other elements that are going to grow your platform. Mm -hmm. Okay. And when you say elements, like I hear obviously social media is, would that be one element or would like YouTube and then Instagram be two elements? Yeah, I would say there are separate elements. Um, okay. One thing that I do, for example, like you mentioned IGTV videos with my Media Monday episodes, I do record those as video. And then I take the audio and add it to the podcast because okay. I take that, I take that video clip and I add that to IGTV, my Facebook page and LinkedIn. Right. So now my platform is across all the major social media platforms. Like yeah. if you look, if you look me up anywhere, you're going to see me in that same content and that same information. Yeah. And that, that omnipresence is something that builds your brand. Yeah. Now you have a platform. Right. Um, yeah. And I think that's what's really, really important. And, and I say you want to get celebrities on. Obviously, everybody wants to talk to celebrities. But you don't have to rush that, right? That'll come as you build the platform. Like now, going into 2020, I have a lot of celebrities um, that are ready to work with me here in the U.S. and even in the U.K. Because I've done so much footwork and I'm being invited to speak in different places now on podcasting because I've done a lot of footwork with building a platform. Nice. And an another piece of advice, this is something I wish somebody told me years ago. It doesn't matter how many people are listening, it matters who's listening. So 500 of the right people listening is way better than 10,000 of the wrong people. <laughs> yes. And would you say, how do you know the right who's to be listening? Again, you got to go back to those layers. You know, um, what yeah. are the characteristics of people you want to be listening? For me, I know my show is successful if a coach an author, a speaker listens and they love it, you know, because that's who I create content for. I'm, ex I'm not really talking to the beginning stage entrepreneurs anymore because, you know, they, they just don't fit the information that I have to deliver. Yeah, I know the stuff that can help them, but there are a lot of shows out there that are going to help you build your business. I'm talking to the people who've been in it for five years. They've been in it for seven years. They're trying to get on stage more. They want to sell more books. You know, they want to create more content. They just don't know how. Mm -hmm. That's who I create content for. And awesome. another, when you get that specific too, it's really fun because it allows me to create more specific, better content. 
Like, I don't have to just put out generic stuff. I can, like that episode when I talked about um, building, your per, building your personal brand so you can get on stage more, that episode was going to do really well. Really well, because people always ask that question in every Facebook group once yeah. a day. Oh, yeah. man, how do I get on stage more? And it's like, look, put out content, be consistent, do it in one area, and then connect with decision makers. You're going to get on stage. It's that yeah. easy. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I love that. This is so powerful because what I hear you saying is that we tend to overcomplicate things, but people yes. need and want a roadmap from someone who's been there, done it successfully, which is you, right? So you're guiding that, people along simple. with that step-by-step -step approach which we need, especially in this day and age where there's so much information out there oh, and there's man. so many opportunities out there. Yeah. It's a lot. It's yeah. a lot. And and I tell, I tell my clients, you want your podcast to offer transformation, not information. Even when you come work with me and you say, Hey, I want to launch a podcast. I let you know in the beginning, I tell people on sales calls, like, look, if you just want to launch a podcast, go to YouTube. There, there's more than enough content on there that's going to help you launch a show and get sponsored and all that stuff. And I know because I put some of it there. So, yeah, yeah. so if you want to build a platform and, and build a show that's going to build your brand for years to come, like long term, that's what I'm here for. If you just want a basic show, you don't need to pay me. Don't waste your time. Don't waste your money. But if you want something that's going to just transcend your entire market and build your own lane, that's when you need to be on, you need to work with me because I'm going to offer you a transformation you can't get anywhere else. Give us, give us some examples of what that means to you, information versus transformation on a podcast episode specifically. Like, let's get really practical. What does that look like? Okay, okay, this is a really good, this, I'm glad you asked me that. I have a perfect answer for you. Oh, good. So <laughs> if you listen to a lot of podcasts, you hear a lot of the interviews where the guest just talks about themselves and their background and they're trying to tell a story and they're trying to cook you in with some story and it just sounds like a long sales pitch that's more information because you're telling people info about yourself info about what you've experienced and info about where they can buy your product like that's, that's all that is the transformation is when you tell part of that story but then you stop and then you give people practical tips okay if you want this result, then do this thing. That's simple. And yeah. I call it, you know, offering, instead of trying to offer value, offer solutions. Don't go the value route because a lot of that is just crap, honestly. The value yeah. route is usually crap. It just, it's meant to sound good, but it really doesn't because everybody has the same value. So you want to offer solutions. Like I'll let you know, hey, this is what I experienced when I first launched my podcast and this is how you can do yours better. Like I'm giving you practical information. Like transformation is really gotcha. part of it is mental, but then also you want to give people steps they can take. Like I've already given out 10 steps you can take to have a better podcast, like 10 ways you can be better. That's yeah. transformation, not just the info. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. I, I, I like to have that clarification and you're so right to me. I, I love the story, but I love a, a, a part of the story to understand who I'm talking to. And then I want, I want those action steps and those solutions. 
You know, like yes. I love the podcast where I'm just writing down notes and I'm like, oh yes, 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 yes. This is awesome. <laughs> so, you know, I, I really noticed that when I was listening to yours and, and I, and my audience definitely like every week I give often I'll go like three tips or six habits or, you know, something really clear. Like, I want to give you yes. roadmaps for success because that's in my mind, that's, it's a combination of information, but it's applicable information. So it's, actionable information that's going to help you transform into a more empowered whatever it is you want to be and for me mindset and habits is the foundation of any successful life or business you if your mindset and habits are aligned then you can take your business or life to whatever level you want to take it to so i love exactly. focusing on on those um you know, let's speak a little bit then, because so we, we've given some tips to the beginners, you know, not to start out too much, too big, too soon, and just kind of, or, or too big, let's say, and just practice first, start implementing, don't be afraid to just get started, go watch some YouTube videos and get it up and going. I tell people you can start a podcast in five hours or less, I, I, you know, like you actually could start a podcast in five hours or less if you really wanted to. It might be crappy in the beginning, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> you're getting started, right? Like you're not overthinking it. You're not worried about being a perfectionist. What are the, some of those? So you were talking about your audience now, you're really helping them expand their platform. So what would you say in, in that way are some big tips for people who already have started to build their business and they want to start really thinking about platform development. I think of it, and I might be wrong, tell me if this is true, is platform the same as brand identity? Like I kind of think of brand as platform. Yeah, it's essentially the same thing. Okay. Um, but I think we have such an amazing opportunity now because to build a platform now is fairly easy. It's easier than it was five years ago because now what you just need to do is put that content. First of all, you want to create extra content because content is what builds brand. Yeah. Think about content as planting a seed, right? Not every person that watches a video or listens to a podcast or reads a blog is going to buy from you instantly. But if they continue to consume your content, even if they don't buy, they're going to share your content and the person that reads that will come and buy from you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then even long term, that content you put out, it's going to build your platform, build your brand. Because if you look at my Instagram page, for example, you'll see all I put out is podcast content. That's it. Nothing yeah. else. And yeah. if you look at my Facebook page, LinkedIn, Twitter, I'm everywhere doing the same thing. And you want to do that because that builds a platform because you're basically setting these pillars up in different places. And those pillars, I call them brand pillars because they're holding your brand up. Mm -hmm. Because anybody that's anywhere on these platforms can find my information. So if you're a new speaker and you want to know, man, I want to have a podcast and I want to start getting on stage more, how can I do that? You're going to come across my content, whether you're on Instagram and that's your favorite app, or if you're on LinkedIn and you're stuck there, or you just love Facebook, you're going to find me. Yeah. And that builds your platform because when you're everywhere at once, now people can find you anywhere. Now I know yeah. people are thinking that's a lot of content. It's really not. I, I'm telling you again, this is my process for creating extra content. I'm going to give it to you one more time. Record a video. And then after you record that video, you can post that video. If it's less than 10 minutes, that same video can go on LinkedIn, Facebook, and IGTV. You've already got three platforms covered. Yeah. Then you can take the audio from that video and use it for a podcast episode. Yeah. It's five platforms. 
then you can take a two minute clip of that video, put it on Twitter at six, right? Yeah. yeah. So when you create content in this way, again, it just helps you be everywhere at once and consistent. So you stay top of mind. Yeah. Like my goal in 2020 and beyond is for people to see me coach Chris as the podcast guy. Like if you're serious about building something big, then that's the person you need to talk to. It is working already because again, I'm, from me putting out so much content, I'm being invited to speak on the right stages, like the top. And that's something else too. You want to be, you want to be speaking on the stages that are relevant in your market. Yeah. So when I go to pod, PodFest, Podcast Movement, New Media Summit, all of these big podcast events, and I'm on stage there, that gives me more authority in my market. Yeah. So everything works together. When you put out the content, more opportunities are going to come to you. Uh, this is so powerful. And, and I want to point out for everyone listening, because this is something that I notice with people a lot in building a business is that they're not patient enough. So I want to point out that what you're talking about takes time. It is not going to happen overnight. So a lot of people don't stay in the game long enough. So you talked about consistency and earlier you talked about patience. It's, so critically important that if you want to build a platform, it is nurturing and cultivating after you've planted those seeds on all those different outlets. It yes. takes time. It does not happen overnight. Unless, and let's say maybe you're already a celebrity and you're already famous in some area or you already then have a easy. big platform, <laughs> then you can create another platform and just move, you know, the people will go, oh, it's a new platform in kind of a different way and you can build it quickly. But beyond that, it, there's no such thing as an overnight success. And but people must be patient. And do one the thing I want to say, I like that you said that, because one thing I want to say, too, is when you have uh, this alignment, one thing you need to have is alignment when you're creating this much content, yeah. because your products should also be aligned with it. So the same people I want consume my content can also purchase my products. And yeah. this is how that works perfectly. Oh, it's one of the best things in the world. When I start having a conversation and one of my ideal prospects reach out, reaches out to me because they found a piece of content, they always ask me a question. Well, how do I do this? How, how do I find my, the right equipment? Or how can I get sponsored? Or they ask me the basic questions of podcasting. And because I've created so much content, I don't have to answer the same questions over and over again. I let them know, hey, I love that question. It's great. I've answered it in this video right here. And then I send them the content. Yeah. So, yeah. The, the, and, this, and this is something else I want to be clear on too, is none of my videos have over a hundred views anywhere on LinkedIn, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, nowhere. Right. The only place I'm really, really big at is on Twitter. I'm almost at like 10,000 followers, but I want to say that because you don't need to have a massive audience. Yes. I still get clients. I yeah. still get to work with people. I still get sponsored. Like I yeah. get paid to create content and I still get paid to speak on stages. So yeah. Don't think about like you need to have 10 million followers. It's not that deep. If you create the content, you're consistent. You're, you're up here, up here now. So yeah. don't look at numbers. Again, it's about the right people listening, not how many people are listening. I love that. That's so valuable, Chris, because I think people get really stuck, you know, oh, the followers, the numbers, the this, and same thing. I don't have a very big platform, but I have a powerful platform that yeah. is really into, into my work, right? And what I produce and how I help them transform. So I don't have a huge platform. I think, I mean, you know, I'm up to, I have like probably my biggest is um, Instagram. It's like, but it's only 1800, which in relative terms is not that big. 
I have built my entire business out of my social media platforms that are not that big and out of my podcast where I have consistent, I probably have about a hundred consistent people listening to my podcast every week. And it grows every week, of course, because I'm consistent and I'm patient and I keep putting stuff out there consistently, but it's not huge. And I've built my entire business out of that. And so I, I love that you say that because most people think like, I've got to go big. I've got to like get millions of followers and, and maybe let's say even hundreds of thousands of followers. That's absolutely not true. So I, I love that you highlighted that. Yeah. And you're getting invited to speak on stages and doing all kinds of cool stuff. And it sounds like you've built your whole business out of your podcast platform and, and, and the ways that you just first and disseminate that information. Yeah. And, and the content that I put everywhere else allows me to connect with the right people. That's another yeah. reason why you want to share that because um, I never forget, I shared a video on LinkedIn of me talking about podcasting and just giving out some information nice. um, and offering a little bit of transformation. And a guy who runs a speaking event reached out to me and he's like, Hey, I love the content you put out. Uh, he said he went and watched all my stuff. And I'm just like, that's, that's when I realized like, huh. And that was the, like my second time doing it. And yeah. the funny thing is that's all, that caught me like, huh? So if I put this everywhere, a yeah. lot more people will see it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it sounds so simple, but again, you got to think about why you want to do it. Why? Yes. What? Yes. My goal again is to be the podcast guy. I have my own production company. I open my own podcast studio in LA. So it's like I plan to open one in Oregon and Washington or along the West Coast. I want people to look at me as the podcast guy. If you nice. want to start a show, that's the person to talk to. So cool. everything is aligning up with that. Yeah, that's so cool. Um, you know, something I wanted to say, I, I, I would imagine that listeners are curious. It, it, it's coming up for me. I go, monetization of your podcast is often a big why, right? People go, mm -hmm. okay, I want to create a podcast and the purpose of it is to get information out there to help people with transformation and I want to monetize it. So it, do you do any paid advertising or is it all through social media free channels? No, I do paid advertising. Um, not okay. a lot. I'm very, I think as you grow, you'll get a lot more opportunities, which mm -hmm. forces you to be more specific, mm -hmm. right? Like instead of me focusing on, okay, I want to have a ton of sponsors. It's not as good. Back when I had my uh, podcast network, we had 12 shows on the network, but we had 30 sponsors. And that's when I learned that it's better to have less sponsors that are more specific because mm -hmm. then your audience just can't appreciate it more. Um, mm -hmm. I would say my best sponsor relationship was what the one I had with SeatGeek. Um, I'll never forget my first gig they paid me for it was 15 bucks an episode. Um, and that doesn't sound like a lot, but for me it was because yeah. you gotta think I've been talking about uh, basketball my entire life. So the fact they even wanted to pay me, like I knew people yeah. who were getting paid $10 an hour work. And I'm like, man, I get to sit here and talk about basketball and they pay me. Yeah. 15 really? <laughs> and so yeah. that was the beginning. And then towards uh, the end of our relationship, they were not only sponsoring my show, but then seven other shows on my network. And it went from 15 and it times 15. Like it just went to a ridiculous level that I couldn't even imagine in the beginning. Yeah. So your sponsorship may start off small, but if you keep the relationship going with that company, man, it can grow into something you never imagined. That's awesome. And so is that something when you work with people, you teach them how to develop sponsorships? Oh, yeah. And I, I teach them from a perspective of I don't want to be your agent. 
I don't want to be the one. I, I can connect you with people, obviously, if I know people. Yeah. But I much rather um, teach you how to do it yourself, so you can constantly do it. Yeah. You know, and that comes down to like um, I've even given this some of this stuff out, like sponsorship scripts and the templates I use in emails. Like I've used some basic scripts in emails that have made me five thousand dollars in two months. Like it, basic stuff. I put that out on Twitter. Like I'm always sharing this kind of information. Um, That's awesome. And not only the scripts, but even like uh, just how you do the live reads. A lot of people don't know how to do that. They don't know that's important. So that's one thing I teach my clients is how you can present the sponsor in a great way on your show so that they want to come back and work with you again. Because if you don't do it well, they don't want to work with you again. Right. Yeah. (laughs) So I teach people everything from finding a sponsor from the beginning to actually getting sponsored. And one thing we do now, too, is partnerships. You know, some companies may not have the budget to pay you, but they can give you free access to their software for a year, right? Like something you're spending 50 bucks a month on could be free if you just promoted them a little bit. So, so many ways to use a podcast platform. Yeah, I love this. I love creative ways to figure out how to make money doing exactly what you love. That's right. (laughs) So cool. I I had the same thing, you know, when I started doing podcasts and then I started having people come to my website from my podcast, I was like, holy moly, this is awesome. (laughs) Like how exciting is it? I get to do exactly what I love doing. And and then people come to me for coaching, which I love doing too. And I'm just like, oh yeah, this is the jam. I love it. It's a sweet spot. Yeah, totally. Okay. So I want to ask you a little, you know, personal development type of stuff. What, what would you say is a a really good resource? Well, first before personal growth and development, what's a good resource for people who are either starting out on podcasting or, you know, going that direction, what would you say is one of your favorite plat- like softwares, uh, apps, something along those lines, just to give a really practical tip? Oh, the one you mentioned in the beginning, Audacity. It's okay. free. It's going to teach you the very, very basics of editing and recording yourself. I think when people start off, they got to get used to hearing their own voice. Yeah. Just go and talk. Just your first 10 episodes, just make it just maybe, maybe three, but it could be your first 10, just you talking, get used to hearing yourself, yeah. practice editing. And what I would say is if you want to build a platform, don't put that content out, just keep it for yourself. Just practice. And then, yeah. and then be more strategic when you want to launch a show. Yeah. Um, but practicing, oh man, that's one of the best, like when I got my sponsor with SeatGeek, I was so nervous about doing it right because they actually send you a script of what you need to read. Oh wow, <laughs> and so I'm like, okay. Oh my God, I have to read this? So <laughs> I actually took my time, like, okay, I'm going to practice this. And I will practice two days before the show for at least an hour, like doing a live read and because it's a difference between doing it and doing it well. Like doing it is kind sure. of just talking. But doing it well means you can transition. So I can be talking about the sports and the game and all that, and then I immediately be talking about selling tickets, and you wouldn't even know I was doing it. Yeah, That's the kind of skill you want to develop. So practice, man. You have to practice everything, so why wouldn't you have to practice being a yeah, podcast? That's awesome. That's great advice. Okay. And yeah, Audacity, for everyone listening, go, you know, just go type in Audacity to Google. It works on Mac and PC. And then go to YouTube and type in how to use Audacity. And the, <laughs> I, I literally watched a 15 minute video and then I started using Audacity and I, and then I got, there's free music you can get online. That's, um, yes. that, that, what is the word? I can't, I can't think of it all of a sudden. Uh, royalty free. Royalty free. Thank you. <laughs> yep. So then I created my own intro. Like I just went for it. 
And I was just like, whatever, let's just try this out and see how it works. And it was all free, like all of it. Right. All, and I work with a, a guy, Steve Stewart, um, who's hosting Podfest in March in Orlando. Uh, and I, uh, I wasn't. That's on my list. Yeah. Oh, the perfect. I'm, I'm speaking on the to, panel. I'll get to see you there. <laughs> All right. And I worked with Steve for about a year as an editor. And I only did that because I love podcasting. I wanted to learn about editing. Um, and, you know, it was really great to see just how tedious editing is because it made me a better host. Um, seeing how hard it is to edit behind the scenes, it made me be much more conscious of how I create uh, content. Yeah. Yeah, that's so, that's so true. <laughs> yeah, and here, something I want to say, because something you said is, you know, practice 10 and, and then get before you even release it. And, and I say, absolutely. And don't let yourself take too long to do that. Don't go, oh, I'm going to give myself a year to practice 10. <laughs> do it in a day. <laughs> like, you know, I'm, you know, my, my business is NFA coaching, which is, stands for no fucking around. So generally I take an approach of like, don't have it be perfect think minimum viable product and get started because you're going to get better and better over time and it takes practice. And I like that you said the voice thing because I have a lot of people go, I hate hearing my voice online. I hate hearing my voice yeah. on a recording, you know, and I'm like, well, get over that, you know, and right. what yeah, you're saying helps you get over it. Just practice, put it out there, listen to it, go on a walk and listen to yourself and start getting used to it. And then you start to kind of diffuse that fear and just go for it, you know? So don't yes. abide by Parkinson's law, which means the work expands to fill the time allotted. So if you give yourself six months to launch a podcast, you'll take six months. If you give yourself 30 days to launch a podcast, you'll take 30 days. So, you know, practice, 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 but then get it going. Um, okay, so that was a great tip, thank you. And what would you say are your top three max potential habits that got you where you are today? Oh, that's a good question. Uh, I would say, first of all, is discipline. Um, there are certain things I do every day that I've done every day for years now, like literally, like when it comes to journaling, that's one thing I do every single day. And it doesn't matter if I'm traveling. Um, it doesn't matter if I had a long day. Like sometimes I'll be falling asleep and I'll think like, wait, I didn't do something. What was it? And I have to get up and I have <laughs> to, I have to, if I don't, then I don't know. It just, it takes something out of me. So yeah. it's something I do every day and it really just helps me be more focused and be better in business, be a better father, everything. Um, so awesome. discipline, first of all, yeah. um, second, I would say, uh, focus, focus is important because it helps you relieve stress and anxiety. When you are focused on what you really want, that you don't have as much worry about, oh man, I'm not making progress or I'm, or I'm lazy or I'm inconsistent. If you are focused on what you want, and you're given that energy every day, even if you have a full-time job, if you're a parent, I know because I'm all of those things, you can still go and do the things that you want. And when you give that stuff energy that you really care about, you kind of just feel this relief of stress fall off of you. And Again, I think all of these tie together. So one is discipline, focus, and consistency. All of these three things tie together. Um, I actually, I made my own journal three, uh, three years ago. Uh, it's called the Greatness Guideline. I had to just make my own planner because none of the ones I found were good to me. <laughs> mm -hmm. So my, what I love about it, though, is it forces me to really be consistent and focused and discipline all of those things in one. I'm not here trying to sell it or anything. Actually, I don't even sell them anymore. I've, I've sold maybe 20, but I don't sell them anymore. 
Um, yeah. And it's just, I think we all need our own personal systems of what works for us. Um, yes. Like, it's just when you are disciplined in what you believe in, you're focused on what you want, and then you're consistent in those two areas, you're bound to win. It doesn't matter if you're getting two downloads now. It doesn't matter if you only have 10 followers. It doesn't matter if you only have five clients. If you are doing all of those things, everything is going to work out for you. It might not be tomorrow immediately, but it's going to work. Yeah. I promise you that. Ah, oh, so good. I love it. It's so validating to what I share with my people. You know, it's, and journaling is one of my number one habits that I tell people is really powerful and transformative. And I think of it as developing a relationship with yourself so that you can be focused and consistent. It's all that mental chatter that we have and getting clear about it. I love that you created your own. I keep thinking, I need to create a journal because I, I, I have a <laughs> template on my homepage that's free and I, people can download it, but it's not quite the same. Like I like to have a book, you know, like I like the leather bound journal and all that stuff. And then some people do it online, do it however you want, but do it. It is, to me, one of the most powerful habits that there is. And I love what you're saying. So discipline, focus, consistency. So everybody listening, if you were to decide today that you want to become disciplined, focused, and consistent, and let's even add the layer of in developing a podcast, what would you do? How would you show up? And what are the steps you need to take today to be disciplined, disciplined, focused, and consistent? Those are great tips, Chris. Super awesome. Where can people find you if they want to work with you on expanding their platform? Um, you can find me the best place. I would, like My website is thecoachchris.com, um, but it's better to just reach out to me on Instagram or Twitter um, at thecoachchris underscore. And I'm always answering DMs. I give out information. And I'm pretty sure whatever question you have to ask me, I've created content on it. <laughs> so <laughs> I might send you a video. Nice. Um, but if you do want to launch a platform, man, I'm excited for 2020. I'll be putting out a podcast book. Um, I'm speaking at five different events, more nice. coming. Um, so I'm just, it's going to keep going, man. The podcast is going to keep, keep going. That is so awesome. Thank you. That's great. And of course, anyone who's really into podcast development, go to PodFest. I, I just found it recently. Someone said something about it to me. I'm like, what's that? That sounds amazing. <laughs> so it's on my, on my radar. So if I go, I will reach out and we'll get to connect and hang out together. Yes. That's awesome. How many people go to PodFest? I actually don't know. For I, I, okay, so I think for PodFest for uh -huh. the editors conference, I think this is the first year, but it's connected to podcast movement. And okay. podcast movement is is huge, is massive. It's one of the biggest in the U.S. Every okay. year. Okay, awesome. And so, are you? What are you going to speak about on stage? Do you know yet? Well, I'll be speaking about creating content for your podcast. So okay. how do you take the episode and then create more content from that, nice. which is what I do in my business, the Greatness Podcast Network. Um, I have a production company where coaches, speakers, and authors that have their own shows can pay me to manage their podcast. So nice. creating extra content, man, it's just, it's one of the things that can change your life and you don't even realize until you do it. Oh yeah. Yeah. I have, uh, I have a team an incredible team. Shout out to my awesome team right now. <laughs> they, two assistants that both do that. They take my content and repurpose it. So that's yes. exactly what you're talking about. It's like, Oh, how many platforms can I get this one 10 minute piece of content on in different ways? You know, so I have a new uh, team member who's doing a mindset minute. And then another one of mine does wave it's just like wave files for Instagram. It's so much fun when you start to get to go, Ooh, how can I have 
content out there in every area so that exactly like you said, people are top of mind. So that's really cool. That sounds like it'll be incredibly valuable. All right, you have been awesome. So many tips, whoever's listening, if you're liking what you're hearing, take a screenshot, uh, tag both of us, Chris Hines. You said it's Chris, I'm, I'm scrolling down here to make sure I get it right. Uh, the coach Chris underscore. The coach Chris underscore on Instagram and I'm NFA coaching. And let us know what the favorite tip was for today. And I thank you so much for coming on Chris, you're awesome. And I'll see everyone next week. I hope you have an incredible week where you thrive and feel alive. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Max Potential Habits podcast. If you're liking what you've heard, it would be so incredibly awesome if you would subscribe to the channel and leave a five-star rating and a written review. This helps me help more people while we grow our NFA community so we can rock it out together. For Max Potential Habits resources, go to nfacoaching.com where you can access all of my resources. There's free eBooks, PDF checklists, a journal template, a business mindset meditation kit, and so much more. Plus links to NFA Coaching on Instagram, YouTube, LinkedIn, and Facebook. And if you're super serious about up-leveling, there's also a link to schedule a free consult to work with me in group or one-on-one -on -one coaching. Until next time, I hope you have a Max Potential Habits Day where you get inspired to do whatever it takes to transform into the most empowered version of yourself so you can lead a rich, thriving, kick-ass life and business.